Hi, welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome to the uh, 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 artist talks. My love uh, uh, of um, thank you. Joining me today is Academy Award winner, two-time New York Times bestseller, a unique screenwriter, and a unique and only poet. That you know, yeah. Her name. Her name is Bella Nicole Hartman. Wow. Great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to yeah, say, snaps. yeah, I want to say that we have been trying to <laughs> do this conversation and put it out there three times. I'm dating back to... When did you start talking about artist talks? March? This dating back to May. May, that's when we did the first one. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a travesty. That was a travesty. And finally, <laughs> you know what they say, third one's a charm. So basically, for those of you who don't know, what happened was there were like five or four conversations that I was going to post this upcoming month, uh, you know, and one of them was Bella's, of course. And yeah, it's about time you freaking asked me. To yeah, I know, I know. And fine, <laughs> you know, I'm ready, getting ready to edit all this. I'm like in the nick of it, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but the files got deleted. Poof, poof, gone. Poof, gone into the ether. <laughs> Either, good night. Never to come back. So you know. Good night, moon. It was very stressful in the moment. I was like, what the fuck? Why did this happen to me? Yada yada, quiet. Stoned at the nail salon. Yeah, maybe too babka, but I realized, and this was recently. I realized that those five or four conversations had lacked this sort of kind of podcast feel. Like we, it felt like I was doing a lot of interviewing, and it wasn't like an organic conversation. And I'm really happy we get to do this again. And we get to talk more in depth about the topics that we talked. And yeah, so I'm really happy you're here. I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> I feel... <clears throat> I always... I feel weird mm-hmm. with this white, beautiful, for the record, beautiful white microphone in front of me. <laughs> I feel weird, um, but I also love the way podcasts sound. Yeah, they're very like... I've been listening so much now that I drive most of the time for work, mostly driving. And literally your catchphrase right now is... uh, I I heard on this podcast, (laughs) I was listening to this podcast, and and that's like now my personality is just... Just (laughs) All your sources are coming from a podcast. Just some celebrity, (laughs) some stand-up comedian. (laughs) Talking on a podcast. Who thinks they know everything, and I'm like, Yeah. yeah, they must... If yeah. they're here talking like this, they must know everything. Right. So, for the record, for the listeners, yeah. Um, don't get caught in that trap. I don't know anything. Oh, just because we're gonna on say Spotify, <laughs> you know, on Alan Corvaya's artist talks, ninety eight percent original byproducts doesn't mean I know jack shit. So, uh, take everything with six grains of salt. No, yeah. eight grains of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, give yourself credit. At least, at least you know. 
that you don't know you know right that's 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 big enough that's yeah exactly that's Um, we hold on to the light here yeah no but listen um we were talking before that uh there's this been recurrent thing going on where like change is sort of a constant in life right and the only constant it feels that's sort of like all right that's very right and how, why like how do we deal with change is also very interesting um you've been going through some changes in your life i'm going through changes yep plenty um you get angry right when whenever you have like what what's your like besides when you get angry what like helps you accept change what gets you to like yeah i think <clears throat> there's many phases to accepting change because and there it's not a uniform reaction mm-hmm. you know it's not like oh coronavirus we're all locked down okay first i'm gonna be angry then i'm gonna be sad right. then i'm gonna find the positive then i'm gonna be really angry again yeah. you know um but i feel like it's really necessary to, to feel everything, mm-hmm. to feel the anger, to voice the anger. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing, and I used to do this to myself all the time, the worst thing you can do to your emotions is suppress them. The longer you don't address something, the longer you keep something mm-hmm. inside. I feel like the more it leaks out in other ways, you know, in other interactions or the more easily you could be triggered by something right um my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer last february as you know um and it was crazy because he first had a seizure and then he had brain surgery to try to remove as much of the tumor as they could um and after that operation it was like already he was different well really after the seizure there was a shift because His life flashed before his eyes. He knew something was wrong, right? Mm. Didn't know what. And then after the operation, it was a lot of recovery. And so there was already a switch. It was like, okay, the dad that I that I know, mm. that I love, he's still here. And I still love him and I still know him, but he is different. And I've yeah. never really seen him go through such a change. Or maybe been old enough or more mature to recognize yeah. the evolution, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I was very angry. I felt very angry that that happened. And two weeks later, the world shut down for coronavirus. It was like, no, my world is, Mm -hmm. my world's on fire. The world can't be on fire now. Like I need time to adjust. And now people are saying that they're going through crazy hard times, but like, is their dad diagnosed with brain cancer at home? Like, does their dad have a year to live? Like I'm the only one going through this right now. Yeah. And in my friend circle, it did feel like that. You know, when I when I thought about the girls that I was living with at the time or, like, my close friends at home. Yeah. like Their situations just felt like... Their situations weren't, uh, like, near that. And I never mean to compare anyone's, like, pain or experience no, to anyone else's because... I heard this on podcast. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> well, We're five like seconds into kind the- of meta, like podcast right. inside of a podcast. Uh huh. Right. Um, cool. Yeah. It's like the worst thing that happened to you in your life is the worst thing that happened to you in your life. Like mm. 
if that's just someone breaking up with you or cheating on not just if that's someone breaking up with you cheating on you yeah. and that's really the most traumatic thing that you've ever in been in your through, world that's that is so completely valid, valid. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely yeah. acceptable yeah and, and so, not everyone like that is a, that's also the thing it's like not everyone and I don't mean to compare, but it's like people were born with certain characteristics within themselves. Like I heard this also in a conversation I attended and it's like you come into this world and you already kind of have like a seed. Like you're either an apple tree, you're a flower, you're a peach tree. You know, it's you have those qualities within mm -hmm. you, right? And it's like some people are born with thick skin and some people can endure the things that I mean, you're enduring right now, which is, you know, you can wish upon that upon anyone. But the fact that you are going through it, I feel like it's that means that you can you have everything in you to face those qualities, well, yeah. to those challenges. And I know that sometimes it feels like it's impossible and like you, you don't have makes this. Me, like that <laughs> also makes me mad. It's like, well, Okay, I, I can endure it, but, like, I don't fucking want to. Right, like that Just, right. okay, great, I can live through this, but mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, I'm 21. Like, right, I don't want to be I just want to be, like, you know, I'm living in New Jersey right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. very happy to be home with my family. I'm so grateful to be home with my family. And these memories are memories I'm going to cherish for my, my whole life. But it's like, yeah, two years ago, if, if you would have told me, You're going to drop out of college for a semester to live in your hometown that you don't even like, to be with your yeah. family. I'd be like, mm, fuck you. No, yeah. never. You're never going to take me there. Right. Um, But there's so much that I've learned from being here. And there's yeah. so many good qualities of being here. And I think that's part of change that's really beautiful is that it opens your eyes in ways that you thought you were co i got it covered like yeah i'm good i don't need to grow here anymore you've heard me say this so many times i'm sick of growing i don't want to grow i'm i'm good right. here like i don't want to be going yeah. through this anymore please just give me a break i don't want to yeah. grow anymore like enough i'm waving the white flag but but it's interesting it's really beautiful it too. is because oddly enough okay and not because now we can sound dramatic and we can go on this t like tangent for a minute but it's like We go through changes. They are uncomfortable, but we do have breathing points through change. Always. Right? Like, I felt this recently. I'm like, okay. I think you do when you allow yourself to feel through the change. Okay. I How think so? life gives mm -hmm. you rest then. Mm -hmm. I think, um, like, when I was younger and I would go through more, not more, I've been through other, you know, traumatic changes or I've had unexpected deaths in my life yeah. and I went through like when, when I was 13, mm -hmm. my best friend unexpectedly died. She had leukemia. She was fighting for two years. I yeah. thought that she was in recovery. She was okay. And then two days before she passed, I found out that she actually had, had relapsed, relapsed yeah. and then she died two days later. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and earlier that year I had been through some, sexual trauma as well so it was like but i wasn't letting myself address that trauma and then all of a sudden danny died and then mm. i was you know my friend group dropped me because i was so angry right and i was such 
a bitch, and this is what I'm talking about with, like, not allowing yourself to release, is, like, I was so mad. Mm -hmm. I felt so unheard. I felt so betrayed. I felt, like, abandoned, right? And then my friends would do something, like, you know, they would text in the group chat that they were going to get pizza, and I just didn't see it, and they went, and then I would be so mad that they went without me. You know, and it's, like... Obviously, we're not fighting about pizza. No, you know? no, there's a lot, a whole lot <laughs> like, more festering on there. It's funny because we were, we were just talking about yeah, this earlier yeah. today. Bella and I had, okay, so just for context, and we'll talk about this because I want to talk about the love aspect of our conversation. Um, Bella and I have been dating now since February, like seriously, and it's been a, a beautiful roller coaster of amazing experiences and growth and spirituality and much more. But one of the things that I really love about a relationship is that we've we've been mature enough to not like yell at each other or you know we we address assess we get angry but we, we talk an, about we it we talk about it and we're good at like communicating and letting out but the, today and being honest yeah. too and being and honest yes. letting it go because just like that pizza fight it's like if I'm annoyed at you for something and I I'm too afraid to tell you this is annoying me mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you well this is this other like bullshit reason right. which it's is not nothing's really. ever going to get resolved it's a cycle it's then. a cycle and so we've you, been, i think we've been very good about and not running away from it yeah. like like actually okay let's dive deep into what is causing the it's problem it's uncomfortable but it's yeah. so rewarding it is it is and it lasts a 30 minute conversation it's uncomfortable for like three minutes when you have to really reveal the truth and once right. it's out on the table then you feel vulnerable and you feel open yeah. but now i'm like digressing okay, now yeah. because i was trying to get to the point <laughs> yeah, where sorry. like um we were fighting we had like a little silly fight about a name spelling which i thought it was hilarious because it's like i was just shocked after it i'm like wait wait wait, wait. we've talked about really hard stuff this past months and we're like actually getting angry at each other for because I misspelled a name and what's going on, right? Like <laughs> something's not right. Uh-huh. And it was fun because once we started to talk and once we allowed, you know, the silence to sit and really just address the point, I mean, I at least saw that I had a lot of things that were building up inside me that I had to uh, like voice and I had to talk about them because that tension was affecting without knowing because that's the thing like Mm -hmm. there can be things that are going through your life that are not that do not pertain to you for example like Mm -hmm. maybe at work i'm like going through all this situation right Mm -hmm. but i'm not voicing it and i'm not communicating it to a partner that i love and that just comes across Mm -hmm. like something can just trigger like it's exactly what we're talking yeah 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 and it's It's like i was frustrated with you because i was trying to tell you how to spell my friend's name and um her name the way you spell it phonetically makes no sense because it's a Gaelic name. Yeah. So. What well, for context too? Gaelic is also like yeah, Irish. Irish. The and, Irish yeah, language. Yeah. yeah. So, there, it makes no sense. So I'm telling. He so showed me a text, and I said that's. I just didn't even address the text. I said that's not how you spell her name. So immediately, you know, you feel insecure because I'm pointing out you didn't do this right, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to tell you, and I'm getting impatient for because I was tense back at home like that was just yeah, already something there was that something i was carrying go- with me and then it's and the like, tension it's good to note that the tension had nothing to do with me necessarily like no, like no. i wasn't creating tension the tension was being created for something happening in your yeah, house yeah yeah exactly and so then it's like okay then 
I'm feeling impatient and I'm trying to tell him how to spell it. And he's like, what? What? This is how you spell it? And I'm getting more annoyed. I'm like, listen to me. This is how you spell it. And then on your side, you're feeling insecure. You're feeling judged. Right. Because I I also like, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, wait, uh, okay, how do I, what's A, what's T? It's also English, which. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm back. Like, it's funny because it's not like I'm not thinking in English. I'm thinking in English, but for some reason. Like spelling when people are just throwing out like D E F G like fast. I need to like process which word is which word, and there was just a lot of going on in that moment. It's yeah. like it's N I E, and I was like, okay, 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 yes, 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 okay, and then I just like blurted it out and got really angry as well. And then after we we talked about it, and it like I was also feeling some tension back home from. You know, the situation where we were in and I was like, that I'm was feeling old. insecure yeah. from that. And then I get in the car and now I'm feeling judged by my partner. And I've told like it, it yeah. never I think especially in our relationship and not that we're ever judging each other in a real like harsh or vicious way. It's we take things personally or we feel insecure. Right. And then we make, yeah. you know, we take something and we interpret it in a way to kind of feed our insecurities mm-hmm. But it hurts so much more, you yeah. know, when it comes from this person that you never experience that with. You know, um, I never feel judged by you. But then, oh, my God, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I feel so judged by you. I feel so dumb. Yeah. But it, it it's love- really like a self-created because there's a dialogue going on in my head mm-hmm. where I'm telling myself I'm stupid. Then this conversation's happening, and I feel like you think I'm stupid, and right. then it just is like adding gasoline on a fire. Yeah, you know? and it's funny because it's like we're really good at we're really good at projecting our insecurities yeah. on on situations, and we're really good at like we were talking about this also this past couple of days of like if I'm feeling um, I'm going through something, I'm really good at like finding examples outside of me that can support this insecurity validate yeah. validate oh no 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 look look at the way she's looking at me oh no she totally thinks i'm dumb because yeah. da, da, da. and in reality it's you who thinks you're dumb yeah and it's like that that, that uh, just addressing that like acknowledging it hey hey buddy buddy buddy, buddy wake up self-love yeah ground yourself self-love yeah it just change. It just changes everything. Yeah. I, ju- I just feel like you can once you see that where where the source is coming from, you can start to heal the source. Like, put a patch on the water and clean it, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, we saw a really cool movie yesterday that I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, one of the the cool synchronous lines that they had. Like, we saw Tick Tick Boom by uh-huh. the way, which is available on Netflix. Hey, do you want to watch it? Fucking incredible. Yes. Lin-Manuel Ma- Lin Miranda. He. Thank you for directing that. Yes. I trust you so much. It's his first film. He he, he just directed Directorial that Directorial debut. Yay. Um, and it's like a little um, Broadway, like, I spy, like, for Broadway stars. There's mm-hmm. so many little cameos yes. that are really fun. And it's also, like, the story about Jonathan Larson, who is famously known as the creator of of rent which is a broadway show who ran ran more than 12 years in, in broadway but one of the lines that they say or like it was something like are you coming from a place of love or fear remember that part yeah yeah he has a little notebook where yeah. he writes out like little lines that pop yeah. in his head yeah, yeah yeah and i think it was just love or fear question mark yeah and, and we say that all yeah. the time like this- acting from a place of love versus acting from a place of fear 
you know, are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you a new pair of Vans because I feel like I'm being a bad girlfriend and you might want to break up with me, so I'm gonna get you the Vans so that maybe you realize, like, oh, I pay attention, I know mm-hmm. you like Vans, da, 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 da. versus, oh my god, I saw these awesome pair of Vans, Alan would love these yeah. purchase, like, let me go buy them, right? Yeah. And it's unconditional versus conditional, it's like the same thing, Ver- with love... Uh, Acting out of love or acting out of fear is like acting unconditionally or acting conditionally because I think that doing this thing is then going to grant me security in some right. other way. Yeah. Right? Like, Absolutely. if I'm doing this, then that means that he'll recognize the gesture yeah. and, you know, do something nice for me back or, mm-hmm. you know, return, realize that, you know, may, I, I really like getting gifts too and maybe he'll get me a gift. It's right, like, right, right, And right, that right. just... It just keeps going on a toxic cycle. Like, it's just... It it, it never ends up floating. Well, it never works. It will never work, yeah. I, I also think it's helpful to when, when you acknowledge... Because um, I think a lot of things... I've created, like, a language in my head where I help simplify... And sort of put it in these two boxes. Like, it has helped me. Maybe it helps you or maybe it doesn't. But, like, things that come from fear and things that come from love. So, like, I know that anxiety for me comes from a place of fear. Every time I'm feeling, like, anxious about something. But it's cool because when I address it, I'm like, why am I feeling anxious? Is this coming from a place of fear or love? Why am I? So, when I figure that it's, oh, oh, it's actually coming from a place of fear, then I can go, okay, how can I... Instead of planning from a place of, instead of planning um, this gift that I'm trying to do or this this uh, wedding or this event from a place of fear, how can I turn it from a place of love? Mm-hmm. How can I turn it from a place of, Alan, actually, I'm doing this event because it's going to help a lot of people and it's going to bring hearts together. And it's going to come out great. It's going to come out However it ends up, and like, it will be awesome. Because it's interesting. The anxiety comes from like, oh, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Fear. But then if I do something from love, then there, the, I don't care about the end result. I don't care. I only care about the process. Well, it's like all that you can say is, yeah, I did this from my heart. Yeah. And if you like it, great. And if you don't like it, awesome. Fine. But I still did it because yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And there's no and, pressure whatsoever then. And then I also think you can do that because it's less exhausting. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know? And then it I feel is. like when you act out of fear and you you plan an event or let's say you're yeah. stage managing a play and you're just coming from this place of yeah. fear, 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 and then it's over and you feel so yeah. relieved, but you're exhausted. And no one says, no one acknowledges maybe yeah. the efforts that you've put in or yeah. Um, yeah, you makes you feel knowledge. like justified, like, wow, that was great mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Then you're so angry because you're like, what the yeah. fuck did I do? And all then this again, for? it's so funny yeah. because anger, which for me wasn't like, oh, wow, that's true. Anger is fear disguised. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, yeah. like you get angry because you you're fearing what's gonna happen. Like imagine when you're when you're angry, accepting a situation, mm-hmm. you're really scared. That mm-hmm. You're you're so afraid inside yeah. that things are not gonna go the way you want it. Like when when like when you're seeking control and you're anger that people yeah. are not following that control. You're inside. You're really scared that people yeah. are not gonna validate you or people are not gonna respect you. Yeah. Things like that. You know. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's really true. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I have to say is. Paula was adorable. Yeah. 
I agree with you, though. Um, and I think going back to change. Cool. Right? Yeah. Because um, you're so right. Change is really scary. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone is a control freak. Yeah. It's natural. It's, it's it's part of our nature. Absolutely, it's human natural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As human natural, it's <laughs> yeah. human nature. You put it yeah, in America. it's it's survival instinct. Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna do this so that I get food in the morning, and then mm. I'm gonna go to school, and I'm gonna do this so that yeah. I get a good grade. It's pure right, like you're just you're always trying to control your life so that you can say this is how it's going to be today. And it's so comforting, you mm -hmm. know, to know this is my life. Yeah. This is what it's going to be. No bumps in the road. Like, yeah. and then a change comes along and immediately. Yeah, that's it, absolutely. I think the core reaction is always fear. And then however it manifests, it could be anger. It could be extreme sadness, depression, isolation. It could be, mm -hmm. you know, um, <laughs> mania or yeah. you know you yeah. start drinking doing a lot yeah. of drugs because you want to numb whatever's happening yeah. um because you're fighting it you're like no this wasn't what i had planned i had this planned yeah but and it's way easier said than done and yeah. i know this because i still have a lot of accepting of change i have to i'm currently course, going through everyone i think everyone is in my yeah. situation i really am it's like you have to go Oh, but that's not going to happen, though. And mm -hmm. guess what? It's not even like you go, oh, you know, you thought that you were going to go to New York next week, but now there's a huge snowstorm and your flight's canceled. No, that's not going to happen. But this is going to happen. So, you know, stay calm. It's like that plan that you had isn't going to happen, and you don't know what's going to happen in place no. of that. But all that you do know that you can tangibly guarantee is that you're going to have yourself, your body, your vessel, and that's going to be enough. Yeah. It's always going to be enough. I think, yeah, and I think that um, for people also finding more, what, uh, like security in, in not knowing, uh, spirituality has always been, at least yeah. in my life, a really great antidote or medicine. There's something about nurturing your faith, however it is, like, doesn't have to be religion, doesn't have to be going to church, but like taking a walk in the park, connecting with nature, connecting with nature, maybe drawing or having a conversation like this one, like nurturing that soul that you have. There's always this reminiscent just calmness or peace that you feel like, hey, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow, but I know I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I'll know I'll be able to address it. Mm-hmm. I know I have the skills to take yeah. it, to take the next day by storm. And yeah. it also, um, one major thing I've really come to accept is that it's not all going to look pretty. Mm. It's not going to be this like picture perfect movie scene. No, it's not. It's going to look really ugly sometimes. Yeah. And you're going to find yourself crying in the middle of a crowded restaurant and yeah. red eyes and snot coming out of your nose. And like, that's going to happen and it needs to happen. And I yeah. wasn't a spiritual person before my dad got diagnosed. Mm. If you asked me if I believe in God, I would really have to take a second to think about it. And yeah. it honestly depended on the day, right. what I would say. It is a hard conversation. too. And it is a hard conversation. Yeah. I think a lot of it, 
initially came from, I really didn't, I was raised Catholic and Mm -hmm. for a while that really resonated with me. And then the year that Danny died, I just felt like God wouldn't make a little 13 year old girl like die of cancer with her younger brother having to bury her at 10 years old. Like why that's not something that God does Mm -hmm. to people. That's not real. Like that shouldn't be real. Like the world is just chaos and whatever happens happens. And then I, at the beginning of, this whole journey with my dad it was like well I can believe that this is happening for no reason but I don't see a world in which that isn't going to lead me becoming some kind of maniac some Mm. kind of alcoholic some because how horrible is that well yep my dad is an amazing person he's a healthy man he ran marathons half marathons until he was like 55 and now he's gonna die of brain cancer Mm -hmm. at any point in time my mom's gonna be a widow and this is all happening because it's happening well fuck like that's so heavy and that like you'll never accept that you know and then I was thinking I was like wow this has really brought my family together and I feel like I'm seeing these family members fam and friends of the family Mm -hmm. that are so close I haven't seen them in years now I'm seeing them like Mm -hmm. once a month and I'm having a lot of open conversations with my family yeah. and, and my sister seeing, like, and I are getting closer. And, and you're I'm, also witnessing these moments that are like hard, like, like what we saw when we saw Cynthia. So yeah. Back to your dad. That was. Yeah. Holy shit. You know? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Cause my, so two weeks ago, my uh, dad's neuro-oncologist told him that there's no more treatments that he can do. And he is now off any kind of medicine he takes steroids to keep himself um at a baseline that's going to help the swelling of his brain and um help him with his speech because his speech has been compromised but you know he has an unpredictable amount of time left and this weekend we had a party celebrating his life and mm. over a hundred beautiful people party came by out. the way yeah i just want to say it was a a beautiful event to be part witness yeah Yeah. it was there it was like 50 degrees out there was like a hundred plus people inside and outside of our house like in big puffy jackets and gloves as warm as they could be and they didn't even care because they just wanted to be there with my dad and that's so beautiful and seeing people hug him because they don't know if they're ever going to see him again it's like holy shit that's such a crazy it is thing to experience and it's so overwhelming that's so sad and I think I've also really been able to see my dad in the past two weeks talk more openly about Mm -hmm. the reality of his Mm -hmm. illness and he was always very closed off I think could be survival like I'm just not going to think about that I have limited time I'm just going to enjoy every day Mm -hmm. and I do believe his spirit has given him they I mean the doctors when he when his MRIs were scanned and everything in the beginning in February of 2020, his tumors were, there's three of them. Yeah. They could operate on one. It was like a very, very uh, low probability that he was going to live longer than a year. Mm-hmm. And now here we are at 21 months. And and it's amazing. And I don't think there's many people who have lived this long or right. with that kind of, without that kind of mindset right yeah. i don't think it's possible because a and lot of even it is something about, that mindset yeah sorry to interrupt that no. there was, there's even something about just now where he's 
like there's his energy still up there yeah you know like that's so impressive yeah. so empowering because it, it's really just who he is yeah and that's absolutely. like absolutely so like i now i think so much about that part of the change after getting past the anger after getting past the sadness and the fear is like wow but like this is my dad yeah. like i'm gonna lose him but but this is who he is. Like, yeah. he's a happy person. Hundreds, literally hundreds of people love yeah. him because he's a good man. Yeah. And he is hilarious. And he's so lovely. And I don't feel like I have to make up for lost time. Like, yeah. I wasn't friends with him. And now it's like, oh, shit. Well, now that you're dying, I should probably right. feel like I love right. you. You know, it's like, always been a you know, I don't beautiful. want you to be alone. It's not like my yeah. parents are divorced, you know. He's just, and he's it's been always there for been you beautiful. In your life. Yeah. yeah, and he's always yeah. been my best friend. And does it make it very sad that I have to lose him? Like, yeah. yes, of course. But yeah. I think that I had him in the first place, and that's yeah. really powerful. And it's not like if I ever have kids, they're not going to know about him. And no. he, he's yeah. never really going to ever be gone. And Absolutely. I used to see ghosts as a kid, so <laughs> I told him I will fully haunt him if he does not haunt me i'm like please show up in germany as a ghost like please be in this old ass castle reading a book like Uh, let me come upon your spirit please and he's like okay and that is something yeah that i wanted to sorry you were saying (laughs) no um and so yeah i think that clarity that beauty that i'm able to really see only came once i released the anger and Mm -hmm. accepted the change and then went whoa i i see you i know that you're here and you're not going anywhere and i'm okay with that and actually thank you because look at what you gave me yeah and yes my dad's gonna leave this earth as we know it Mm -hmm. eventually i don't know when but the imprint that he's left is pretty fucking huge (laughs) and that's never gonna go away and hudson's always gonna you know smell his t-shirts and get really excited that he could probably pee himself so like my dog (laughs) (laughs) they're best friends ever um maybe we'll put a picture of my dad and hudson when you post this but um i like that yeah yeah it it hasn't been easy and then i think that also this spirituality this realizing that everything happens for a reason this accepting of change it's like it's 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 no coincidence that this happened at at this time in my life and it's no coincidence that you and I got close Mm -hmm. right as he was diagnosed I mean the week before I had to go home was when I feel like we were always friendly but we really connected and um, you talked about your dad and I remember talking about my dad and how he's having this like weird health scares, oh whatever. And then so two crazy. days later, it's like, Hey it honey, um, yeah, dad so has a seizure. Sure. You're coming home. Right. Like it's, there's no coincidence that everything that's happening in my life and that has happened in these past two years, almost two years hmm. that it happened exactly that way. And I, don't know i don't believe that god is that white man with the big white beard mm. and he's i know that he's not i think he's everything yeah. i think he i think god is a she i think god yeah. is a entity it's a bright white yeah. glowing light like and that's very comforting to me i don't 
agree with the Catholic religion. I don't really agree with any singular religion, religion, organized religion, but I do believe if that provides you great comfort, there is a lot of beauty in it. Yeah. And I've seen so many, like some of our close friends are very, very religious and it it brings them so much peace and they're all so lovely people. And I, I, and everyone has that love talking to them about it too. Yeah. And everyone has their own way of like, that's the beauty about like your spiritual life is everyone can choose to make their own path. Yeah. No one has to tell you how to do it. And you can respect and share everyone's path because it's their own way of doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful, too. Yeah, because we're not trying to change anyone. No. I think that's something about organized religion, in my experience. That it feels like that. That has turned me off to it because it's like, no, you have to, in in the Catholic religion, you have to believe that X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I don't. So (laughs) what does that make me? (laughs) Right. You know? Um if you really believe that God put everyone here and he's perfect, they're perfect, they don't make mistakes, then you, it's not your job to decide whether or not if someone's existence or beliefs or appearance is right or wrong. It's your job to just go, hi, I love you. And help it nurture it. Yeah. Like help it like a gardener help the seed grow. Yeah. Not fucking transmute it and change it into another seed. Or tell them that they're wrong or exactly, scare them exactly. away. And- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there's something that I wanted to say before when you were talking about your dad and the how we got closer together, which is something that I'm so grateful for, is to how much closer I've grown to my dad who passed away mm-hmm. in 2014. And like through your, through being with you and having this, conversations and seeing you how you've you know evolved and everything this whole roller coaster of emotions that we've gone through right um it just having him feeling him closer and and mm. it's crazy like i've had experiences now where like i'm like more like this year more mm. like more than ever where i'm like i see a reflection and i, I thought i saw his face or mm. remember that one time or like yeah. i have dreams that are like so visceral and or all of a sudden I walk into this restaurant and uh, his favorite song is playing things like that, that are like, ah, that just makes me go like, thank you. Like, thank you God. And thank you universe for showing me appreciation and showing me that you're here with me and that you never left. You know, if anything, you grew closer to me. Yeah. 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 And I, I remember when we were talking about your dad, we were driving through Yellowstone and then we got out of the car and this like orange butterfly wouldn't leave us alone. Holy shit. And that was shit. his favorite and it's his favorite color. Like yeah. there's just And, and that was, was him. Like no, no, this, no, no. That, that's that, the thing. It's like Yeah. Oh yeah, and, that was and Jorge. I don't care what you think, whoever's listening, uh, like, ah yeah, whatever. Like the butterfly would <laughs> not leave. It was like Like we walked down a path, we were by the I water. never seen a butterfly just stick <laughs> to someone like like that. It was so fucking amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was just beautiful. It feels like a dream to me, that that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just magnetic. It really is. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having this conversation. Thank you for opening up and thank you for, you know, sharing your wisdom and love with 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 us and with me. And I'm so happy we did this again. <laughs> like I'm I'm third really, time's the charm. Third one's the charm. Um I always like doing this things at the end. You know, like 
finishing up with little creative cool things. Okay. Would you like to just slap together some beautiful words? You can read us a poem that you have. I can pause this. Okay, so if yes, you could share a poem with us. That would be really All right, yeah, I would love to. I wrote this poem in Hawaii. Subtle flex. I had just gone skydiving for the first time, and I called my parents, and I didn't tell them that I was going. I just called my parents, and I was like, guess what I just did? And they were so excited for me, and my dad was, like, so excited. Uh. And um, I, we, at the same time, Alan and a group of our friends were doing a, po- a poem challenge, write a poem a day about random oh. things. So today, that particular day the poem was about skies which was like fucking crazy yeah yeah that's true. another coincidence right so this one doesn't really have a title it just says about skies i jumped out of a plane from fifteen thousand feet fell hard fast flipping cartwheeling painting the sky with my cries of freedom being one with the majestic blue canvas so many look up to and admire was intoxicating i almost couldn't drive home Regardless, before my two feet hit the green, something happened up there. Something I know you already know about. As I approached the earth with speed and adrenaline coursing through my bones, I see you approaching me with grace and humility, an acceptance I've never seen before. Your laughs and hopeful tears paint white in the blue, so pure, free, my angel. It was an honor to witness your journey. I cry harder and thank God you had company. I know you did the same. What a pair. What a goodbye. I think of all my sorrow when I knew I couldn't be home to kiss you on the cheek one last time. My parachute opens, a gust of wind. I float. You float. I feel your warmth hug me tight. You think about staying. I do too. We see each other again when it's time for another sky. (laughs) 